Welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Rates. I'm your host, and I'm excited that you're joining us today. This podcast exists because at Speak With People, we really believe that words matter, and the world can be changed through healthy communication. And so we hope that this time that you have with us will be fun, will be engaging, but also be challenging and encouraging you to choose words that bring life, that lift people up, that speak life into people instead of dismantling their day and dragging them down. So today I am uh, I'm, I'm with a first time co-host on the Speak With People podcast, Christy yep. Plowsher. First, first, first time, time ever. Yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to have you. It's so nice to be here. We've known each other now, like we're almost, well, it's two years. It is two years plus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're def- we're not we're, I don't know if we're in that best friend zone yet, but mm-hmm. you know, probably not. I don't know if we've cried together a couple times. A couple times, <laughs> but it's it's not too bad. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so glad that you're uh, joining us today. Just for you know, a, a kick, uh, tell our audience uh, who you are, what you do, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, my name's Christy. I'm uh, a wife and a mother of three young adults. Young adults? Um, I was thinking teenagers. I know. Well, thank you. 12, 14, 15, no. somewhere? No. no. Okay. No, much older. Uh, son-in-law. We have a son-in-law wow. now. So okay. that's exciting. Um, I've been on church staff, uh, working with youth and children's ministry. And um, currently, I am a, a Enneagram coach. All so, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And I... Work with, speak with people. There you go. I love that earlier I tried to convince you that I was another number than four, and you're like, no, no, no you're you're definitely a four. You're like the stereotypical four. So if you don't know, great, uh, if you don't know much about the Enneagram, we'll put uh, Christy's coaching information in the show notes. Make sure you go check out what yeah. she does because it's really awesome and how you're helping people and all Thanks. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a useful tool. So. Well, today's podcast, we are talking about all things change and transitions. Mm, fun, fun. Changes. Mm. It could be exciting. It could be exhilarating. It could be, like the thought of change could be mm-hmm. so huge. And then it could be traumatic. It could be <laughs> terrifying. Could be dismantling. Yes, yeah. Could be in the corner crying. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so if you're going through some type of change or transition right now, this is a great. I think this will be a great conversation. For sure. If you've been through it, we'd love to hear your your thoughts mm-hmm. and comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please comment those, you know, below, um, and you know, we we'd love that. But today, as we kind of talk about this, you know, in in the course of our lives, we go through so many different Lots. changes and transitions uh, with our family, with our school, with our life, our mm-hmm. our work, our friends. And so we really kind of want to drill down. We'll talk about like uh, trans- uh, transitions and change a little bit, but the, the bigger part of it is we really want to drill down of how do we communicate those right. transitions? Yeah, that's because really important. Because that is the difficult part. How much mm-hmm. is the right amount of share? Uh, when do I bring it uh, up to people? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what if I forget to tell somebody close to me? Have you been there? Oh, yeah. 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 Oops. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. to tell you that right, you know, right. we adopted a son. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Uh, we went to China and everything. I don't know how you missed that. But anyways, that was a real life story. <laughs> Hit a little close to home. Sorry. 
Uh, but what if I, you know, what if I do that? How do I communicate uh, why I'm going through this transition? You mm -hmm. know, those kind of things. And then if it's like a super glorious transition, how do I not seem too excited so I don't hurt or offend the people that right. I'm leaving? Oh, this is this There's is a, a lot. difficult. There's it's a, a lot. It's there, a lot. For it's sure. a lot. So thank you for joining us. We're we're just gonna dive right in and talk through this. Because it, you know, this is just a, a really tough time. And you think about communicating transitions nowadays, you know, a big component of it involves social media. It really does. Yeah. You have to consider that and, and put that in your plan. Almost. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, 20 years ago, we didn't have to think about mm -mm. that. I mean, you could have like gone through a job change or moved states mm -hmm. and it would have been years until... Even a good friend mm -hmm. found out, and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, when did you right. move to San Diego? Or you'd put that like in the Christmas letter that you'd send out oh, to people. Oh, the Christmas yeah. letter. I wanna, every year the I've wanted updates. to write. I want to give a shout out to my brother-in-law, Jason. This is a true story. I have two brother-in-laws. Do I have more than two brother-in-laws? Uh, I think I may have two more than <laughs> no, I No, I just have two brother-in-laws. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Their both name is Jason. Wow. And their both last names start with the letter R. So that can all get confusing. All three of us are ours. But the oldest Jason R, uh, him and his family sent a Christmas letter for years. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun. He mm -hmm. he's he's funny. He's got, you know, the the comic comedic traits and all that kind of stuff. And so it was we really looked forward to getting that one. Mm -hmm. You know, there was other Christmas letters that were like, oh, bless your heart. But right. his was great. So shout out, Jason. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but your family <laughs> really should. And, <laughs> anyways. But, I mean, these kind of things can be exhilarating, mm -hmm. painful, you know, exhausting. And so how, how do we, you know, communicate them? So let's just back up. So how do we, like, identify if we're entering into a season of possible transition or change? Right. Like, that's the, you know, right. boy, that's, that's the... Ooh, that's the first question. Right. And I especially get that a lot mm -hmm. as people, you mm -hmm. know, as we're doing coaching and things like that. Right. People are like, how do I know if I need to move on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do I know if I got to go? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's really obvious. Like you get fired right. or um, in a leave. different realm, like becoming empty nesters. That's a huge transition. Your kids actually just grow up, you know, so you see those times approaching, um, so you know it's coming. Yes. Um, sometimes not. you don't always know that it's coming if you get fired, but sometimes you can really feel like there's just something not right with where I'm at. Um, yeah, and especially yeah. like in, in relationships, I was thinking sometimes mm -hmm. with friends, like you can get that right that spidey sense Unsel that's like unsettling feeling yep. like something's going on here. Something's coming to an end. Yeah. When it comes specifically to work, uh, there's mm -hmm. a great book by Jeff Henderson uh, called Next. And he really helps you walk through, you mm -hmm. know, all of those questions. How, 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 how do I know I'm in the, I'm thinking right about moving on? Why should I move mm -hmm. on? What do I look for? I mean, we're kind of in the time right now too, where you see it all over the news that we're in the great resignation and people are quitting their jobs and transitioning okay. and leaving. So mm -hmm. it, it's hard. It leaves like wakes of mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. people excited for you, people hurt by you. Um, I was thinking too, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ken Coleman. Ken Coleman, he works mm -hmm. for the Dave Ramsey Solution, that whole company. Right. Mm -hmm. But Ken has a whole YouTube channel where he just talks about career moves mm -hmm. and how to apply for a new job and how to, you know, how to respond if you don't get the, the, 
you know, the raise or the right. promotion and those kind of things. So those are absolutely two great, you know, resources right. to be able to do. But I, I think you hit it right on the right the bat. You know, we identify this new season because, okay, we've seen it coming. You know, I think the majority of time we can we can kind of see it coming. There mm -hmm. are those seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we had a really tough season as a family when I was 18 or 19 and a few of our relatives were killed in a car accident. Mm -hmm. You don't see that coming. You right. Know? No. Ooh, and you can. Mm -hmm. You know, that was more than mm -hmm. twenty-five mm -hmm. years ago, and I can go mm -hmm. back to that day. You know, that kind of change, like you know, it rattles your right. world. Yeah. Uh, and so there's some of that kind of change you can't see is coming, but okay, you can identify, especially sometimes with work or friendships mm -hmm. or relationships. Mm -hmm. So how do we know? Okay, I'm walking through this transition. Okay, what? Like, what's? How do I know it's right? Right. You know, that's the difficult part. Like, mm -hmm. how do I? How do I know it's right or how do I know that I need to make this change? Mm -hmm. Like that's where it's like, okay. Right, right. It's difficult. Well, you know, I think, you know, talking about that podcast that you referred to um, with Ken Coleman and just the different books and I think reaching out for help helps yes. a lot in researching a yep. little bit and I would say uh, I would put it as getting godly counsel. Yep. Um, so just, who do you who do you pick? Like, because mm -hmm. that's you, you definitely need somebody. Mm -hmm. You need somebody. You need that counsel. Somebody who's kind of been through what you've been through, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe have experienced it. Right. So finding that person in your life is it a mentor? Yeah. I mean, personally, I go to more than one of those resources. Mm. You know, having a, a good mentor or a person that you know of good character that has wisdom and has been through transitions. Yes. Um, definitely, they, they would be top on the list. Yep, and they've been faithful to you. They've mm -hmm. been by your side. They're constant encouragers. Right, right. They've, mm -hmm. you know, had the hard conversations with you when mm -hmm. you needed to have the hard conversation. Yes, like, yeah. Like, hey, by the way, mm -hmm. you know, when you said that online, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, is, definitely, is definitely tough. Right. So, so you, you have that person, you're starting to talk through, you know, this, this potential transition. Mm -hmm. So why, let's talk about why it's so important to communicate. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why, why is it so important? Mm -hmm. That's the tough part. I think because if we don't communicate what we're feeling, thinking through, thinking about deciding, I mean, it's going to, it's all going to build up. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, if, it, if we don't communicate about it and we don't lay it out and get that wise counsel and figure it out, mm -hmm. you know, then we get there. I think also, you know, when I think about transitions or change, especially uh, professionally or, you know, just places even in my own personal life that I, I see need desperate change. I always think about like, what's my threshold? What's my mm -hmm. threshold? Like, so if I can, if I, if I don't, if I don't get to that threshold, maybe I don't feel the urgency or I don't mm -hmm. feel the need to really, you know, pursue the change like I should. Mm -hmm. And so I think for each person, each leader, that threshold is, you know, at different places. Right. And so if I'm not yeah. communicating with someone and I'm not talking it out, you know, maybe I'm going to just skyrocket up that threshold and be at a place where I'm like, oh no, this is, this, this is, it's all going to come crashing down. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's when some of that good counsel comes in and can help you talk you down and give you guidance and help navigate through, uh, through changes. So yeah, I think you, uh, need those relationships and need that 
wisdom that other people and other books can give you. Yeah. I can remember it was probably uh, 2005, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And I was interviewing at a really large, um, kind of my dream place to work. And I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it, it, it was just amazing. I remember going out for a three day interview and I went through the HR process, and I had, I mean, multiple interviews. I mean, mm-hmm. it was probably 15 interviews over the course of three days. That's I mean, they, they ran me through an <laughs> MM, MMPI, is that what it's called? A psychological, like, te- I mean, every oh, test. Wow. It's mm-hmm. like 500 questions, true or false, and you're like sitting in a room filling this out, and you're like, you know, about halfway through, you're like, I, I don't Questioning I don't even, everything in your life? Yeah, right? I'm like, <laughs> I don't even, there was questions like, you're standing on a bridge, and you look over, do you think about jumping? And wow. Like, oh. And then like 10 questions later, it's like, you're, you're standing on a bridge. You thought about jumping, didn't you? You know, I mean, it was just like they would answer. And by the end of the question, you're like, am I jumping? I don't know. Did Who I jump? I? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like my dream. It was my dream. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't wait. But the problem was it was five hours away from home. Mm. And Tracy and I were still, I mean, I think we're still in our twenties at that point. And we were, we were, miles from my family and we Mm -hmm. were you know probably 30 minutes from her family and just the thought of telling them Hmm. like we're interviewing to move to chicago like it was i mean it destroyed us because at one end we're so excited because we're like we're moving to chicago yeah deep dish pizza right wrigley field (laughs) you know and then on the other end we're like because we had like a couple of grandbabies at that point right but you have to communicate that you have to because communication is right yeah yeah. Craig Rochelle said it. I don't know if he said it or if somebody else said it, uh, but uh, communication builds trust. Oh, so that's so true. I love that saying. Mm-hmm. It just builds trust. Mm-hmm. And so even bad communication, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we get into this rut sometimes where we're like, oh, I don't want to tell them because it's bad news. But right. it still builds trust. They might not, mm-hmm. they might not like it. They, mm-hmm. It might be hard for them. But at least at the end of the day, you can say, well, I mm-hmm. told you about it. Mm-hmm. I communicated about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. So... Let's just talk about this, like this, the, the whole function of communicating. You know, when the decision mm-hmm. is made, like who do we who do we tell? Mm-hmm. You know, who do we tell? Mm-hmm. We'll do a whole our podcast in the future, maybe more about making the you know the actual decisions on transitions, because that's just a big giant topic in itself. Right. But mm-hmm. you know how do, how do we tell? And so you know if it's your your personal life, I think it's it, it's a couple different ways if mm-hmm. it's your professional life it's a couple different ways so mm-hmm. let's start with the personal life right so a big change big transition coming to you personally let's brainstorm let's talk about some ideas how we can we can communicate to the people in our lives right yeah definitely family uh uh it's just interesting thinking about how I don't have any kids at home any longer, but yet they'd be at the top of the list, you know, for if there was some sort of personal transition, you know, yes. spouse, kids. Yep. Um, now, coincidentally, mm-hmm. all of my five children are at home. Mm-hmm. So if you miss having children at your home, <laughs> we can work on I a can deal. Can invite them over? One to five, <laughs> you know, just let me know. We can we can send them mm-hmm, over for sure. But if you have the empty rooms and you need rent yeah. renters, you know, <laughs> they'll work it off. Whatever uh-huh. you can do. But you're exactly right. Family mm-hmm. should be right on the top. Right. And I know, and I know there's a person listening who's like, I'm not close to my family. I can mm-hmm. never tell them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, you've got to take where you're at in life. For but sure. For me, you know, mm-hmm. my family would be you know top of the list. Right. Right. And you know. I would encourage people, even if they aren't super close to their family, to include them 
at some point in that process, you know, just as a matter of respect and having them as part of the family. So absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those close family members. And I think I think the best way is just always voice to voice, you know, yeah, we communicate. We're a texting world now. We communicate through DMs. We communicate through all those ways. But right. nothing beats that voice to voice connection. Right, right. Because at Very the end of the true. day. I think it honors people. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. shows them they care. Even for people who, I mean, hate talking on the phone. Right. Yeah. You know, they can still say, well, mm-hmm. okay, they called me. Yeah. Yep. You know, and they can they can do that. Right. You know, before we go to social media, before we send out the email. Right. Before we tell our best friends, mm-hmm. you know, start with those mm-hmm. closest to you. It's a way to honor the relationship that you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. And I, I would encourage people... If you are going through transition or you sense a big change coming, write down a list. And I would start with a small circle and then I would put a bigger circle around mm-hmm. it, a bigger circle and a bigger circle. Mm-hmm. And then I would start with the three to five people in the very smallest circle who mm-hmm. are your core. You right. know, who's your foundation? Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably different for all of us. For me, it's my wife and kids, my mm-hmm. parents, you know, Tracy's parents. Right. Like yeah. that's our, and Tom Brady. Uh, that's our, and Darius Rucker. <laughs> That's our that's our core, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, uh, other than those, yeah, Blake Lively. Those are our those are our that's that's our core. And yeah. then I would go and I would I would, you know, do another circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. outside of those closest to me who know my mm-hmm. heart, who know my aspirations, my dreams, who believe and want the best for me. Mm-hmm. Who who are those next closest friends, mentors? Right. And then right. you know fill out then yeah. just fill them out. Put them all around the circle. And so you can actually see a visual mm-hmm. representation. Hey, this is like my team. These are right. the people who, mm-hmm. you know, have gotten me to this point. Right. And I, I mean, I think a work transition is very similar though, don't you? You know, mm-hmm. instead of just family, it's kind of like, you know, of course your boss would know or you would like be letting your boss know and then your coworkers and then branching out from there and there. Oh, for further. sure. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going through a work transition, probably important to, to tell your boss. Right. You know, <laughs> right not wait till after you've told everybody else yeah. and then make it Facebook official. Yeah. Hey, by the way. <laughs> that would be a big oops. I forgot to mention that. We're hey. moving. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good, it's a really good practice, mm-hmm. even for your own life to know, okay, hey, who are the people in my life who have poured into me the most and mm-hmm. who I need to pour into? Mm-hmm. And so you can look at that chart, you know, the different circles right. and go, okay, these are, you know, these are my people. Mm-hmm. And so call each of them. Mm-hmm. You know, call each of them. Right. And I know, you know, maybe you and I are thinking, wow, that's just kind of simple, no brainer, but not everybody thinks like that or every, not everybody takes the time to, to visualize that and to write that down and to map that out. Um, I like that with the circles and the bigger, bigger circles. Um, and you know, we're as people, we're relational beings, uh, to one extent or another. And, um, it is, it's honoring and, um, valuing other people by taking the time to, uh, communicate something about any type of transition. Yep. It just goes back to that communication builds trust. Mm -hmm. Those people Mm -hmm. in your life, if they feel like they're on your inside, you know, Mm -hmm. you asked them advice, you brought them into it, you Mm -hmm. listened, you processed. Right. 
Right. You honor them. It shows respect. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And so yeah. you're just building, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's principle. I mean, you, you see it like I never the first book I ever read was uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not true. The first book I ever read was Red Dog. And I think we've talked about Red Dog in the podcast I before. Think we we did. have yep. we yep. did talk about Red Dog. We don't need to talk about Red Dog again. But it's an incredible <laughs> story, an incredible book. But I can remember eighteen for the first time reading mm-hmm. how to how to I forgot the title now. How to Win Friends and Influence People, mm-hmm. Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, this is so simple. Right. This is, I thought like I mm-hmm. had to be the, the, the smartest. I had to be the sharpest. I had mm-hmm. to get the best grades. I had to get the best. No. Mm-hmm. Like really to impact people, I just have to care for them. Just be nice. Yeah. yeah. And want to Treat help them, them succeed. Well. Right. Yeah. And so that, just that simple mm-hmm. practice, that chart mm-hmm. is going to help you in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But especially as you communicate. So, mm-hmm. all right. So we've made a, a personal decision. We've communicated to those people. Mm-hmm. After you call the people on that list, mm-hmm. yeah, then it's appropriate to send a mass email yeah. or a Facebook right. post. Right, yeah. And if you're not on Facebook, whatever right. whatever platform you're on. Right. You'll do a t- TikTok video dancing <laughs> while, you, while you do it. Which I'm one of the... Crazy enough, I'm one of the only ones who do not have a TikTok. Yeah, I got rid of mine. Oh, you did have one? I, I did for uh, a little while. You're but... very cool. <laughs> I just but back don't... to the, the the voice to voice, though. Yes. Because I do think, just to reiterate, just how um, important it is to actually have a conversation with somebody. Um, and I, re- I've been on the receiving end of those, as well as having to go down the whole list and it can be exhausting when you're trying to communicate about some transitions, uh, more than others, I'm sure. But, um, receiving calls like that, you know, just made me feel so value valued in that person's life. And then, um, just it with the whole situation, it helps give ownership to like, Hey, I know what's going on and I'm not just left wondering with all kinds of questions like what what happened where where'd they go they disappeared or they never talked to me so um i do think you know the social media post down the line or the mass email or tiktok you know whatever that that has its place but i think the value of the the conversation is just enough to say a little bit more about yeah i (laughs) huge that's Mm -hmm. huge the per- so the personal transitions, then the professional, the work transitions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what I found, and I'm only 47, and I've, I've been working professionally since, well, I mean, I started, you know, at 11, 12, cutting lawns, you know, but 16 years old, I'm a mm-hmm. waiter at Ponderosa, mm-hmm. you know, Ponderosa. I worked at a Ponderosa. You worked at Ponderosa. I did. I was a waiter. Yeah. Red mm-hmm. uh, apron and a bow tie, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was fantastic. So I've been working... <laughs> You know, my my entire adult life. I mean, I, there's barely been any seasons where I, I have not been working. I kind of put it in two categories. Like, the first category is where you find a lot of your identity in your work. Mm-hmm. And then for me, you know, I had a big crashing, like, failure moment where I planned a big giant event. It didn't go very well. And then I realized, wait a minute, my, my identity is not in what I do. Right. It's in who I am. Mm-hmm. All of that kind of stuff. And so then it's kind of been post that. So, you know, with, with, with you know, professional and work world, for some of you, you're thinking about a transition that you're Mm -hmm. about to go through. Mm -hmm. And, or some of you may have just been laid off or been asked to leave and your whole world is crashing down. Yeah. Your whole world is crashing down. Mm -hmm. It's just so hard. When I, 
announced that I was leaving the church I planted in Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the em, like you talked about, the emotional toll, right. the physical toll, the mental toll. Mm-hmm. You know, when you plant something, when you start a business, you plant a church, you start something from nothing. You know, it. You know, it's like. You know, have to have it's a lot of work, a lot of work, Bir- birthing, like, you know, your child, yes. it's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you, you care so desperately right. for it and you mm-hmm. want it to succeed. And when I knew that my season was coming to a close, which I, I had known for years that I wasn't going to be the pastor of Thrive Church for years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that, I, you know, Central Michigan wasn't going to be my home forever. I, I went to town to try to raise up. And when I knew that our executive pastor was the person, I was like, okay, we could start going through this. But when, mm-hmm. when I actually announced it, I mean, it was so it was emotional. Hard. It yeah. was so emotional. Mm-hmm. It was emotional for me and then for other people. Mm-hmm. Because for some, you know, they were really excited for our future, our family's future, and mm-hmm. we're moving to Florida, and what a great opportunity. And then for others, you know, they were really hurt by right. it. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as best of intentions that I had, as best that I tried to communicate it, mm-hmm. you know, there are people. So when you sometimes leave a position, at, you know, at a at your work or, or some type of professional um, uh, profession, there are going to be times where your friends and coworkers are hurt or right. maybe don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be times where maybe they were hurt so bad that they... You know, I mean, I think it's the phrase that kids call nowadays when they ghost you. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, you stop hearing from them. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is really difficult. So let's talk about some ways that we can respond to people after we communicate our transition. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, uh, so we've communicated the transition and you're getting the gamut of responses, right? Right. Yeah. I think, well, first of all, being prepared for that. Is helpful, you know, going into the transition, knowing um, no matter what I do, you know, people are going to receive it different, differently. And so just being prepared for that off the bat. Um, And then, you know, for the ones that are more hurt or don't understand, um, being open to pursue the conversation a little bit more. Yes. I think just, you know, a second conversation uh, some extra time, even over coffee or tea, you know, that would even be better. And the crazy thing is Mm -hmm. we could have 50 people that were like, congratulations, way to go, way to go, way to go. Yeah. And then there's that one person. Right. And we're like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah. It's like the other night when someone unsubscribed from one of my emails and Mm. I never try to check email late at night. And I'm not the only one because I've heard Carrie Newhoff talk about this, even though Carrie has like five kajillion <laughs> people on his, his email, you know, but that hurts. It hurts. It's like, right. oh, I tried to do everything I can. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, the principle is mm-hmm. like, be as above board as you possibly can. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Choose I think... words that are, are mm-hmm. going to speak life in the people mm-hmm. and li- like mm-hmm. you said, sip the coffee and just listen to the right. hurt. And know that, you know, for some people, it's just going to take them time to uh, process through that because your transition can mean a transition for them too. Um, So they've got to change, you know, whatever they're doing, if it's a coworker or, you know, even somebody that you are in relationship through work or something, if you're going through a transition and you're leaving, especially that affects them and causes a transition for them too. So just kind of like you had to think and process through 
and um, navigate, you know, feelings and and actions and stuff, they're going to have to do that too. And some people it takes longer. So true. Mm -hmm. So true. I think some super practical steps I think of, you know, like one, be real, you know, like be real, like as much as you can, you know, without hurting or offending or doing those kind of things, but Mm -hmm. you know, just be as real as you can. Right. Two, you know, have those voice to voice conversations, mm-hmm. make that list. So you don't leave people out that happened to me about 10 years ago. I forgot mm-hmm. to tell somebody about a big transition yeah. and, and I can't even believe I did it. I can't believe I forgot them mm-hmm. and they were so hurt. So make, you know, be mm-hmm. real, make that list. And then mm-hmm. three, do the hard work, call people voice to voice. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I can remember when I, you know, put in my resignation at Thrive, I can still see the park in my head that I was at where I was on the phone for five hours that day. And I just walked in circles as I right. talk to people and, you know, and I kind of let them know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then be open. If people mm-hmm. want to meet to, you know, ask about what you're doing or what's happening yep. or what's going on, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Uh, and then lastly, I would just, I was just coaching a leader about this the other day. As you walk through transitions, they're going to be emotionally exhausting, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad, whether mm-hmm. it's exhilarating or it's right. down. So just be prepared for that. Yeah, definitely. You know, make sure you make time mm-hmm. to be there. Some self-care. Make sure that you make self-care an absolute priority because it's going to be, even if you're going to a great promotion or you're moving to a great place, like Mm -hmm. it's just, your whole life is being interrupted. There is so much we could talk about this. Yes. And so I know we just barely scratched the surface. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're going to put those links to the podcast and the books in the show notes. Do we call them the show notes? Is there something? We, yes. The producer is shaking and said, yes, we call them the show notes. We're going to put them all in there. Uh, I can't thank you enough for listening to the Speak With People podcast. Uh, We really believe that words matter. And so we want to help you become a more effective, healthy communicator. Uh, And so we hope that this podcast helps with that. If you have any ideas or suggestions about different ways uh, or forms of communication that we could talk about on this podcast that would help you in the place of life that you're in, uh, email us, jason at speakwithpeople.com. Jason at speakwithpeople.com. Because I would love to know. Uh, Hey, before you leave, I just want to make sure you know about a couple things coming up in the Speak With People world. On Monday night, November 28th, we have a live recording of our Words Matter night. This is going to be great. It's it's our our Speak With People keynote where I'm going to be speaking. It'll be a night filled with fun and laughter, but hope. And so if you're in the, the Tampa area... We would love for you to join us. Uh, information's on the website, speakwithpeople.com. And lastly, one of the best things you can do towards the end of the year uh, is look at some coaching. Make sure you head to speakwithpeople.com and look into how coaching could help you bust through your communication or your leadership lid and be able to communicate words in such a way that people will lean in, respond, and grow as a leader and communicator. See you next week. Thank you again for listening, for sharing this podcast. Like I get texts from friends who say that they copied the link and sent it to a bunch of friends. And that absolutely means the world. Thanks for leaving a review. And we hope that this week you will take the time to breathe life into someone with your words. We'll see you next week.